We are back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center. It's sponsored by Acres, the Midwest premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. We continue our position breakdowns. Tonight we look at the outside linebackers, and joining us is Husker defensive line coach, outside linebackers coach Mike Dawson. This was the group that you were completely with last year. How, 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 you, how do you time all that? How, do you, how are you managing your time with kind of doing two groups? Yeah, I think that this group kind of knows, um, you know, knows me, knows my language, knows how, uh, you know, the terms I use and things like that. So they're a little bit, uh, you know, kind of ready to roll with that stuff. And I think the, you know, after the spring, I think the inside guys are on the same page as well. Uh, you know, I think when you're playing with a 3-4 and, uh, you know, probably four years ago, five years ago, we kind of had much more. More, you know, a system that was a lot more heavy with the three down. Um, now we're probably a little leaning towards, you know, more four down. So having the four guys that are on the field at the same time, all in the same room, getting the same message, I think is something that the guys like. Uh, and it's been something that for me, now we're kind of, you know, able to, you know, cut out some of the middleman and um, be able to get these guys on the same page. So I think it's been good that way. Garrett Nelson, Caleb Tanner playing an awful lot of football here. What, what do you need to see out of those guys in this fall? Yeah, uh, I think with both of them is continuing to progress. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, starting with Garrett, he's a guy that's, um, you know, his body's continuing to grow, continuing to mature. Uh, came from, you know, being a, you know, playing as a freshman, um, probably undersized and, you know, not, you know, not quite ready for his strength. Or now I would think pound for pound, he'll be as strong as most of the guys in the league. So, uh, you know, with his work ethic, I think he's got to keep doing it. You saw the production upswing on him in the second half of last year. And uh, he's got to continue to go and understand that we need the production. Can't be, a, you know, a, a miss or a slip or a, uh, something along those lines. So uh, I think if he keeps working the way that he has been, you'll see that production continue to climb. And then Caleb's been another guy that uh, he's been uh, he's done nothing but work um, hard. Uh, I think that you know, he was at frustrated at times last year, maybe uh, with uh, missing a, a, a few opportunities to have some plays. And I think that he's learned from those and is starting to get um, you know a little bit more familiar with hey, this is uh, how certain blocking schemes are going to work against me or these are things I can do to attack certain block schemes and be able to help hopefully increase his production. But we're going to need both those guys to make a lot of plays for us this year. Coach, some young guys that we saw a little bit last fall and quite a bit in the spring game were Jamari Butler and Blaze Gunnerson. And particularly Jamari, I thought, had some really good plays in the spring game. Your, your thoughts about their two futures? Yeah, the thing that's exciting about them is they've gotten to train under Garrett and Caleb for the last two years and kind of see what it really means to work, how it really means to work in practice. And I think that's why you saw such a big jump from those guys from two springs you know, uh, ago and then really with the, the COVID stuff and then uh, obviously being able to get them out there for the spring game this past year. But um, those guys have changed their bodies. I mean, both of them, uh, you know, you kind of see them uh, working out with no shirt on. You go, whoa, those are two guys that look like the, uh, they look like the Adidas uh, mannequin models out there with the, uh, uh, with the uniform. So uh, they worked hard in the weight room that way and then learning the scheme and then kind of, you know, similar story. You got to be able to take that weight room strength. You got to make it functional. You got to be able to stay on your feet. You can't be that Bambi syndrome where you're kind of your body's outgrowing. You're not really, you got the steady legs yet. So I think that uh, the experience that they've had, you know, played a little bit at the end of last year and then getting a lot of reps this spring, I think was a, uh, for guys like those two in particular, that was something that was an advantage and something that was needed. So I think the, the amount of reps that they logged in the springtime is going to pay dividends uh, for us and be able to get them on the field this fall. In your recruiting class over the winter, you added a local product in Jake Applegate, guy from Lincoln Southeast here. 
What'd you like about him, and what what early impression have you had of him? Uh, first, what what I liked about him coming out of high school was his athleticism. He's a big body uh, that could really run. Um, we had the opportunity to work him out during one of our camps, and uh, he saw a guy that could really, for a big guy, really bend, get low. He can work the edge. Um, and he's got some natural uh, talent ability. Now, what I didn't know was going to happen uh, between uh, this you know, past summer uh, when he was working out of camps and even this fall when I had an opportunity to watch him play uh, was uh, him coming in about 20 pounds heavier with good weight, good muscle on him, and um, uh, really looking the part, number one. And then he is extremely intelligent and is picking up the defense fairly quickly. So uh, I think those two things, the combination of that, I think uh, we have an opportunity to have a really good player uh, with Jake. Nice. Also, the transfer portal factored into your, this room as well, and O'Shawn Mathis, a guy who put up some nice numbers at TCU. This, I'm, I'm guessing this is a guy you expect to help out right away from day one. Yeah, I don't think that's a secret. I think that uh, going back to the whole process with getting O'Shawn here and um, kind of going through that recruiting um, world with the portal and uh, something that was a pretty big deal for us uh, going back to the to the end of the spring and the, and the summertime and uh, he's a great guy he's got great maturity he uh, fit into the room really well the guys kind of embrace him and he's getting along great with the guys which is important to me I think that's going to be a big factor as we move forward and you know you get in your you know you kind of have some older guys and then you infuse a guy that's another older guy that hadn't been here so you know how do those guys all get along and I could be happier the way that's going so far um, uh, which is a piece for me. Now, for what everybody else wants to know is you know, him being on the field and getting after the quarterback. So uh, that we're really looking forward to. I'm looking forward to watching him this, uh, this training camp and then figuring out different ways to be creative with all those guys I think is going to be something that uh, Coach Chenander and I have to do a great job with, and uh, those guys are uh, really looking forward to playing with each other. You also have a handful of walk-ons in this room that may not play a lot defensively. It could be on special teams for you, Odie, Bullock, Schomer. Those are guys that, that have put their time in here. Yeah, those guys are uh, that group of guys that you just mentioned really work hard and uh, you know that once again um, part of what makes us uh, be able to practice, part of what makes us be able to have an opportunity to go out there and put those guys out there on special teams and uh, guys that are hard workers, they don't expect anything uh, the, all they want is for Nebraska football to be great uh, and they show up every single day and uh, whatever their part is or whatever they can do as their role, they're going to jump in and do that with the, uh, enthusiasm uh, all of the time so uh, uh, nothing but great guys uh, that uh, that want to work hard and want the best for Nebraska football. As physical as this league is, you know it. I mean, you, you may have a case where you may Odie may have to go and play a couple snaps for you in a defensive series. Yeah, and then one of the great things about Simon is you know, he's highly intelligent, um, no ego, and you know he's a smaller body, but he's got the toughness that he can play multiple positions. So he could be out as a walkout, uh, strong side outside backer, out on a number two receiver and be able to cover a guy, and then he could get in. Uh, the, you know, be playing a six technique in the C gap against a big tight end on the next. And uh, even though you know maybe not as big as some of the other guys, that you know the tenaciousness and toughness that he has um, allows him to be able to do that. Which for me to be able to trust him, hey, go out there and it's gonna you know it's gonna look the right way in, in practice, and then hopefully be able to get him an opportunity to be able to be out there on special teams. I think would be great. Very good. Well, have a good competitive camp. Keep some guys healthy. And let's get after this. All right. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. There he is, Mike Dawson, with us here on Sports On It. Time to tell you to buckle up. Put that phone down. It's a reminder from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. More of the show coming up next.